BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast, and it's also a radio show. You can hear our full show every day on Sirius XM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Yeah, we got Christine, DJ Lou, and our Black King, the Black Tiger, Lewis Jones. Home in Florida, just for a little bit longer. Jacob Patat. Yeah. He's got to come back, it. though. We enjoyed it. We were on a conference call. Soak it in. You don't have to do things like that because you're in Florida gator hunting. You should have been I here. I was on it, too. Were you? Yeah, he was listening. What were we doing? If you'd ever pay attention to me on Zoom, you would see me on the phone. Oh. Never mind. We weren't on the Zoom. fan. Give we weren't that. on Zoom. Shame. Yes, I was. Yeah, he was up on the screen. Oh, on this Zoom. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wasn't sitting. Well, I was sitting on camera, I guess. Another terrible angle, might I add. <laughs> well, I noticed. Dude, you should go full diva and just only demand great angles from all cameras or else you won't go on just air. straight on me, man. Stop going from the side, sitting. Well, they have to arrest them on these 1990 computer, computer monitors. Computer? What the fuck really is wrong are. with me? This really does seem like... I think I have a brain tumor. This does. These, these computers are computer shop at a school... Yeah. These are high school computers. The screens were nice in 2004 when Sirius was about to open. Oh, we were, you're like, oh my God, are they flat? Are they on little arms? Oh my God, how are TVs so this thin? But now, now. Well, know. the studio we're moving to when everyone comes back, Big Jim said is equipped with cameras. So yeah. you got a whole new room to worry about angles. Yes. But These those, will be gone. Those will be fixed. It won't be a camera that I have to prop up on sort of the top of my monitor but it doesn't actually clip on and i i want it to clip on it has to block most of my view yeah look at look at my it's look at my angle right. it looks like it's hiding in papers this looks like a spy yeah. this is like what they try to bust people with i have a a bust on a fucking dateline angle i do like that mine is really far away though yours is very far away and mine looks like Hi, a Jacob. hidden camera Hey, Jacob's me, Jay, back here. <laughs> Look at the lines underneath my eyes. I look like the ghost of myself. Yeah, none of us are getting away with anything good. You, you have a little bit of a black eye. Yeah. Did you get decked? Did Will hit deck you? you? Did Will hit you? On that camera, I look fantastic. You look oh, which came on both cameras. Nope. Oh, on this. Oh, wait, he's running over. DJ Lou's running over to show you how good he looks on this camera. Yeah, dude, you do look. Whoa, is that Edward Furlong? And then you go back to your one, and it's, oh no, who abused Lou? No, I think you look better on that camera. You look jaundiced over there. I think he looks. You. I think he looks better on that one. Yeah, you're no, all bright. You're not supposed to say you look. Jaundice isn't good. Oh, no. it means you're yellow. Oh, I thought it from meant slim from rot. <laughs> you look. He goes. Oh, you thought jaundice. jaundice? He goes. Thank you, dude. Thanks. We need a lot of apples. Oh, <laughs> I think I switched to natural. I think sugars. I'm low on iron. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think my liver is eating itself. <laughs> Um, Christine, we should be bringing up the Michelle A movie on Netflix. Watched it. 
Um, with a blanket wrapped around me, true lifetime fashion. Oh, yeah. Did Katie watch it with you? She had already thought she saw it, but I'm telling you right now, the opening voice, her voice, Yeah. Katie's like, I can't make it through that movie. And she bailed. Bailed. Really? I was just like, I'm going to watch it because it's an hour and a half. And I was it's still, a little... I mean, it is. When when she first shows up and she's like, this is my life. It, it fucked me up. I was like, what? That's not coming out of that woman. Well, didn't she, did you t- tell her if she hung in there long enough, eventually you'd see that woman get punched in the face over and over again? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't tell her. I mean, if you hate her voice so much, don't worry. There's some, there's some uh, repercussions. I thought because we're both friends with Michelle Wolf, it would be easier to digest. But, oh my God. Yeah. Don't worry. She gets spinning back fists the way you were hoping you could do if you heard that voice. I mean, she gets Jean-Claude Van Damme throughout the whole movie. Yeah. He just punched her until she sang. Well, you just, told Katie she's not the only one that doesn't like her voice in that movie. I mean, how hard is it? It's crazy. Guys. <laughs> just hit play. Because well, it's her walking, it's her doing a walk and talk. Like oh, it's yeah. a, like it is a news piece. Like well, it's a news magazine. For she those talks, who never. Uh, yeah, we get a little context. Who've never heard of her, yeah. Yeah, a little okay. bonfire context. Jay. So, Michelle A is the often forgotten baby's mama and girlfriend of Dr. Dre in the NWA era. Mm. And he produced, and I think wrote, her first, at least, hits. She had a couple hits. Nice And then, uh, what's the one that I love? Do, 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 No More Lies. I think that's what it's called. I'm too young to have remembered her. I don't remember her at all. Um, Song rips, though. Her hit? Yeah. Rips. Play it. I mean, we'll probably come back with, we'll come come back in with uh, Michelle A. You're the only girl, girl I think about. You're the only girl. Wait, I'm, a, I'm a baby. <laughs> baby lady. Uh, I'm a baby up, lady. And she uses her baby voice good in this song. I don't right, know. Listen. I don't like vegetables. They're real gross. Bedtime is too early. His pajamas are itchy. The basement's scary. Do, 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 do. Do- dodging haymakers from Dre in the studio. So, but she was the, again, like, little, and apparently I found out from this movie, uh, Baby's Mother to Suge Knight as well. Crazy. Also um, didn't know, I mean, we're going to get into the movie. Yeah. But, was, so Michelle A was the woman basically in Ruthless Records. She was, yeah, she was the first. She was the first female signee of, of Ruthless, Ruthless Records. Records. Yeah. yeah. Friends with NWA. She was supposed to be like the Mary J. Blige bad boy. Yeah. And then she went well, with. I mean, bad, that was later, but. Yeah, you know but she I mean. went with Dre because she was his baby's mom to, uh, went to Death Row Records. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's a part, we'll obviously get to it. I cannot wait to watch unauthorized or a not real Tupac rap when uh, they show it. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm just mad in these streets. Huh? So mean to me. Things are going <laughs> it's, on. It's what not even a real. Come, come a do. Oh, I'm just going to talk like this. So oh, dip, dip, whip my poetry. So Michelle A was in Ruthless Records dating um, Dr. Dre. This is around the time Straight Outta Compton came out. And. She was wiped from the movie. 
Yeah, she seems like such a badass to have been so forgotten. Like, I had no well, idea who she is. You didn't know who Dre, she is. She was a badass. What are you talking about? She was 0-16 against I mean, against she could Dre. take a punch, but I mean, she definitely didn't throw- Who, Glass she never, Joe? She never connected. Yeah, but as an artist, she was hanging with a pretty- I mean, she was on a major crew. label. She was on a major label. So she was getting beat up by Dr. Dre, but she was also like hanging with, you know, some of the best artists of the time. If you recall, Ice Cube tried to do that with Yo-Yo. I don't remember that. Remember Yo-Yo? Even no. threw her in the movie. She's even in Boys in the Hood. I don't Yo-Yo. remember Yo-Yo. But I also didn't know that Michelle A went on tour with MC Hammer, which we'll get to in the in the movie. Oh. That's pretty cool. MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Well, this movie is on Netflix, so you can watch it, called Surviving Compton. It is a lifetime Universe movie. It is. I couldn't believe it. It's an LMU. I mean, it makes sense. Totally. By the way the camera is. So this is always when someone puts out a big biopic and someone's forgotten from it, they always got to answer with theirs. This is 100%. The untold story. Yeah. This is 100% a diss track on Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. That's all this is. This is a fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Suge's not as bad as people think, but he's still scary. Well, tell him, the biggest, the, tell him the biggest, biggest thing. So, if you recall, so I think we've said this before on the show, but the big thing in Straight Out of Compton and all those movies that reference that stuff uh, is that Suge Knight was like a, um, whatchamacallit, one that he came in. I fucking forget what I was going to say. You're talking about the thing that we talked about with the record deal. Yes, Jerry Heller. That's Jerry Heller, yeah. Say. Jerry Heller fucking, he's the villain in all of that. He and straight out of Compton, NWA. fabulously played by Paul Giamatti. Uh, yeah, that's right. Your cohort? My cohort, my old buddy, my old work pal. But this movie gives a whole different perspective on that. And I'm telling you, if you have to believe a story, there's Easy E's story, there's Dr. Dre's story, there's Ice Cube's story. I think her story makes the most sense of all of it. There's parts of her story that you're like, that absolutely is the truth. She and, says and Jerry, it's also she there, dedicates the movie to Jerry Heller. There's also a part of the movie where you could just see when she brings up all of Dre's problems. Why, when he got a major universe, when he got a major studio to do the NWA movie, he was like, yeah, we're going to edit some of that out. Yeah, for <laughs> Mostly <sure>. Michelle A. <laughs> He's like, who? I don't know who she is. I would be he very- goes, uh, That was your human punching bag of a girlfriend? Yeah. He goes, oh. I don't remember. She's in my phone as Everlast. <laughs> um, I would want to go back and watch Straight Outta Compton to see- where, how they erased her. Because now you know where she was. Well, he said he's got a bunch of, like, baby's mama, so but she's one of them. Yeah, you're right. In the movie, mm-hmm. in Michelle A movies, though, when he shows up at her mom's house, and she's like, how many do you got? And he's like, before you two, three. And you're like, I out loud. Like, by the end, he goes, four, five? six. It's crazy. Nuts. And that's why it makes so much sense. Bonfire Universe makes so much sense when you realize that Dre's son is in that song with Corey Feldman because you're like, yeah, which <laughs> one? Yeah, probably. No idea Dr. Dre had that Dude. many kids until this movie. No, either did I. Thought he had it'd like be great three. if that's Michelle A's son. Dude, look it up. It's possible. Well, no, because didn't that one not know Dr. Dre was the dad? was like 12. So yeah. Michelle A's son knew Michelle, Dr. Dre. No, she might have kept him away and not said anything. <sighs> She may have said this for somebody else. Dre's Dr. Dre's your daddy. You guys, if you are sick of that voice, just turn off the show and we'll see you on Monday. Now grow the fuck up. You're gonna get a healthy amount of that high pitched Michelle Wolf kind of voice. But you're gonna hear her get I mean, I mean just we're gonna play dragged like fucking like the Hulk beat up Loki. It really was. <laughs> he Dre was just slamming her. I mean it's almost 
The vi- the music video is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh, so far with the sweater? Like I, was, I was telling you about it. Just like a hilarious, like, all right, dude. Yeah. Everything require a good old sock to the jaw? This guy really fonzies everything. <laughs> Did you watch it, Lou? <laughs> no. I'm, oh, I'm I mean, it's here. really like, she's like, I don't think I like this sweater. He's like, oh, let's go talk about huh. it back here. I usually like, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I think I got a one. <laughs> yeah. I think I got a and one. And she comes out like, I wear the sweater. Oh, it fits perfect. He goes, I got a one, two, one that's going to tell you that that's your favorite sweater on the rack. <laughs> Let's, let's. The sweater's kind of itchy. Dre picked it. Uh, he goes, never mind. Goes, oh yeah, because Easy E or something goes like, well then change the sweater. And she's like, Dre picked it out. He's like, everything. He's like, that's cool. Excuse me. Uh, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. <laughs> um, Michelle Light, uh, can I have your ear real quick? And everyone sits there and just does it. When you make the when they hear the noise of her getting hit, they just do like the eye squeezes. Like the, ooh. He has nine kids. Oh. Dre has nine kids. Is that all? Yeah, That's it, dude. Lou just sent me this. <laughs> doodly, doodly, doodly. Oh, Pop Pop Dre? Oh, Grandpapa. Grandpapa. Andre Jr. Is that... That's not who the one... No, Curtis is the no, one. No, you remember Marcel. Marcel is the son with Michelle A. Because she keeps going, Say his name. Oh, yeah. His name is Marcel, but you never say it. <laughs> Curtis is the one that's with... Uh, Curtis and Dre didn't meet until 20 years after his birth. Damn. And, he, and he, fought, he became a rapper under the name Hood Surgeon, but now he's just back to Curtis Young. Now that he found that, he's using his dad's name yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have called it like like Nurse Dre or something. <laughs> RN. Pedi- pediatric Dre? <laughs> yeah. Trauma Nurse Dre? F- Dude, I'm Pharmacist Dre. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't go to all the way through medical school. But or Dr. Kurt. Dr. Kurt sounds more like a child's doctor than Dr. a Dr. Kurt? I'm Dr. Kurt. Or Dr. it makes Curtis. me think of Kurt Metzger being like, your prescription's in. <laughs> go ahead, take it. I took half. You have a very rare blood disease. Sorry, I took half your pills. I'm going to sleep. Hey, everyone. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to give you some good stuff for some Norco. Norco. Okay, fill it out. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's. I want to watch the beginning of the movie because hearing her voice, even though oh. I, I saw the lifetime, I saw the clips that you were showing me. So I was expecting the voice coming out of this woman's beautiful. She looks like she should have a sultry voice. Michelle A, the real Michelle A. The real Michelle A is a beautiful woman. Still. Yeah. Still very pretty. Still very, very beautiful. And like when she talks and she's like, it, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, if you saw her in person, there's a good outside shot, you elbow her. It's how I felt Just when to I, keep distance. I used to love reading Bill Simmons when he was on ESPN2, mm-hmm. and the first time I heard his voice, it fucked me up. I don't know his Sim- voice. It's, very, it's higher and weirder than you think it's going to be. Really? Yeah, and you're like, I don't know. I don't like this. God, Christine, give us the opening scene. I grew up in South Central. Gangs, guns, and hip-hop all waiting it's to like summer rain. Yeah. Welcome Gangs, rapes, nursing Mother homes. Nothing in my neighborhood. When it goes down. Hey, down here. <laughs> it's me, the little mouse. Watch out. You almost stepped on me. <laughs> L.A., my town. My city. City of angels. But I found out it's mostly devils. <laughs> Did she I'm say that? No. I think she says something like that. She does. I, does she really? I think she does. <laughs> of course she does. Let it play. Under the bridge. Go back a Is little bit. Is she just doing red hot chili peppers? Sometimes I fear. Under the bridge downtown. Where I found some cheese. Dude, it is. Stuart Little. Yeah. <laughs> Gangs, guns, and hip-hop all waiting to explode. Welcome to my neighborhood, Dr. Dre, N.W.A. That doesn't seem real. That face matching that voice, it looks fake. Oh, yeah. It does, but... It's real. 
Yeah, I've known it for years. She has the cars bouncing behind her. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, Big Sleepy, if you could hit the the uh, if you could hit the car up right now, just like the, the how they're directing it. Oh, very big artistic expression is sometimes there's scenes where the girl playing her is doing something like going back to Dr. Dre or something, and then actual Michelle is in the room, she walks like, through it. I wish I would have known then that if I went back, he was going to keep doing it. I didn't know his right hook would sting <laughs> as bad as it did. I had no idea the whole time we were broken up, he was training. I didn't know he kept a spit bucket next to the bed <laughs> in case he was tied in between rounds. Wasn't one of the storylines that her grandmother told her that- That's like, how it starts. That's oh, yeah. how the whole movie starts is her grandmother's like, bitch, you better learn how to take a whooping. <laughs> she goes like, she goes, if a man don't whoop you, he don't even care. Yeah, which is crazy. It's like all bad. And then she comes back at like 45 and her grandma's like, oh yeah, I was just- I was, I, was, I was fucking around. That's the stuff you say to your kid, you know? That was dumb. Did I say that? Did I, say, oh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm ill now. I built my whole life around that theory, Grandma. I never... Oh, you dummy. I never got a deep voice, because I thought they would hit me more if I did. <laughs> my voice never matures. I didn't want to get hit differently. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to get hit closed fist. Straight out of Compton and into the world. Everybody keeps asking me. Girl, why you ain't in they movie? You was there. You was down with Ruthless Records. Right along with them boys. That movie ain't about me. That's them telling the story they want to tell. History gets told by the winners. I got my own history. My own story about a girl from the hood. I am Michelle A. And this is Surviving Compton. It really is right away. She's a little kid. It's like... Girl, baby, let me explain something to you. Boy's gonna beat your ass. Boy's gonna, he goes, Boy's gonna whoop your ass. Things gonna love on you fine. And when they're writing that, they're like, "This is good. Yeah. This is good. This is this is the tale of two Corey's treatment." Oh, it's just clearly they're in the room writing the movie with them, and being uh, like, "You're not wrong," uh, because I'll tell you, she's got a chin like a fucking Klitschko brother, dude. She's Rocky. I mean, he. Beats her unmercifully the first time that he really goes to work on her in the bed. Yeah, which is, the, do you have the time markers? You have time markers. Oh, yeah. Because that is. I've got some time markers. That is the scene where I was like texting you guys. I was like, there is, there's, there's zero progression in him being abusive. Is just straight up like viciously abusive. Yeah, one day it was full force. He goes, full I'm going to rearrange your face the first time. He goes, and then look. Sometimes it might not be that bad. So I'm going to start it bad, <laughs> and then we're going to kind of play with it. We're going to tinker with it, and it'll probably never be worse than that. So that's pretty cool. So like you got now, you've got the you got your bookends. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> <laughs> you stop this fight, I'll kill you here. Oh no, I'm not. He goes, get- Michelle A. It's easy, Michelle A. This how fucking Drago is that Apollo Creed got killed. Yeah. Shut up! Don't you stop that bell? Don't you stop this fight? Easy. She's not getting beat. She's, She's getting mad. mad. I'm pissed. Come on. Come on, Shut hit me. me. You gotta hit me. Hit me. You ain't so bad. Hit me again. You ain't so bad. You ain't so My mother hits harder than you. <laughs> yeah, dude, this movie is just her walking through ass kickings the entire time. I mean, it really does. It stops to be like, remember this hit? Well, I got my ass kicked when they were making it. <laughs> and then it just goes to the next song where it's like, remember this hit? Yep. That was me getting beat in the studio on that one. Yeah. And Dre just walked through it, signed that fucking Apple deal. Was like Michelle who? Oh, he's a billionaire. Michelle B. Remember they filmed the phone call of him finding out he's a billionaire? Yeah. Remember when Tyrese almost ruined it? <laughs> that was yo. My boy just got off the phone, made the biggest deal ever. You heard it here first on Tyrese's Instagram, on Facebook. It was a Facebook stream. 
And he's like, that's it. We, gonna, we got billions of dollars. And Jimmy Iovine and Dre were like, fucking tired. They're like, Jesus Christ, Tyrese, please stop. My friend's a billionaire. Baby, baby boy's going to get a cool 50 mil. I can't imagine being like, that's Dan and Katie. He beats her ass once in a while. Yeah, like, whatever. We just looked that But the way. voices are so good. <laughs> Dude, me and Christine, like, leaving your house awkwardly when we just hear you wailing on the other room. He goes, I guess dinner's over. Yeah, we Let's better get go. out of here. And or then, you guys are trying to do stop, a bonfire meeting? We see Katie, we pull her side and go, Okay, you don't have to deal with that. It's okay. Dan comes around the corner and goes, He's good to murder. Dan comes around the corner and goes, What are you guys talking about? What's up, guys? Nothing, dude. He goes, Don't put no crazy ideas in Katie's head. Hey, Katie, change that sweater. (laughs) (laughs) I think you like the sweater. I don't think you do. Katie, I'm going to have to talk to you in the other room for a second. (laughs) Hey, Katie, can you walk Myrtle? I better go walk her. I love Katie. I really do. She's family to us now. But there's no way she's got a chin like Michelle A. I don't even think any of the men in this room. It's very possible, dude. <laughs> I, I'll I mean, tell you right. Way I'll is... tell you right now. I'm I'm out. Oh, you can put me right there. With the bed. A guy full mounts me in bed in and just silk takes boxers. Five, five drilling shots to my face, dude. I might be going to sleep. Ground, I think. ground and pound in your own bed, out of nowhere. When you go for a kiss and a hug, doesn't tap. She doesn't even ask him to stop. In fact, he would have been like, you want another? She'd probably be like, yes. Oh, wow. Can I have another dish of that? <laughs> so they showed a the, kiss. I'd have called your mother. The first 10 meetings, the first 10 minutes of the movie are the courting process of like Dre coming by, them in the studio, her talking about how singing's her only talent. The guy, uh, whoever ran the first group that Dre was with, found uh, her. Alonzo, the wrecking crew. Yeah. World-class wrecking She's just crew. singing in a store. Yeah. And he just walks up and is like, "Man, I love that." Can you go? Can you actually go to that? It's one of the first scenes. It's one of the most biopic things I've ever seen in my oh, life. Yeah, it's pretty quick in the movie. Uh, right here, there it is. Yeah. By the way, what he, something what he should do is tap on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, can you shut the fuck up? There's other people shopping in here." Hi, Mighty Mouse. Hey, uh, can you stop singing at full volume in a fucking? I mean, come on. And I love. I'm trying, Jesus. Trying to, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Miss, I'm trying to try on these slacks. And uh, I can hear you from the fitting room. Yeah, you're like, does she work here? Because what the fuck is happening? And, and it is clear, like, uh, these are one of those bad productions where they can't get the right cameras to make it look like the 80s. So they're just oh, like, yeah, hey, sure. it's it's all people in wigs and costumes, and you guys will be able to tell. Because the guy you. that runs the wrecking crew has got the worst wig, like, 70s wig. Also, every girl who's made a hip-hop star in these movies like that's famous now little kim and stuff when they always start off they're always wearing like some sort of a pantsuit yeah why are they always dressed like murphy brown i have no idea what's their other jobs always is it junior senator (laughs) and then they show up and get hired into these bands they're all dressed like they're going to pitch a bill Uh, madam president (laughs) excuse me madam president i heard you singing while you touch that mannequin they're always like did you guys leave fantastic jobs yeah rap were you guys great were you guys steadily in corporate america and the, the Biggie movie, like Little Kim shows up in the same kind of thing. Yeah. She's like, I have a good job. I don't need your shit. Yeah, and he's like, How about I'll just... He's like, Your titties are great, but I can make you a rapper. She's like, Okay. If you speak fast and suck my dick, I can, I'll make you get a bunch of surgeries and they carve up your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop till you look like Bert from Sesame Street. I've always wanted a real life Jim Henson Muppet. So I'm wondering if you could take the knife to your face. 
until, until you startling when you walk in the room. <laughs> yeah, this is her second. This is Michelle Ace. You look like black Joe Rivers. I don't know. It's like dark crystals, but worse. <laughs> you don't remember Joe Rivers from Red Carpet? Remember? Oh, man, she used to roast everybody. Her the oh, daughter. Man. She didn't fuck around. No, oh, Melissa? No. Hell yeah. No, that's nepotism. <laughs> Florida Royal, New York royalty. Oh, yo, shout out Joe Rivers, baby, baby. <laughs> Oh, Ugh. yo, she be talking Ugh. bad shit. Oh, dude, Biggie doing CPAP commercials now. <laughs> if he was still alive, yo, he's like, if he just goes, I'm the, I'm uh, the king of New York. I guess, but uh, I was sleeping like a pauper. <laughs> I think he's looking. He goes, ah, uh, ah. Uh, I guess, hear that? That's hear my, that? That's my CPAP. Son. CPAP's gone. Oh, CPAP worked. Ugh. that was me ten years ago. Yeah, uh, I'm fine. Uh ah, <laughs> uh, ah. Uh. Look at that. Clear uh, right up. Also, my sciatica is cleared <laughs> up. Let's go there. My type 2 diabetes has subsided. Sleep is the biggest healer. Alex Trebek, you're right. Uh, we should get a reverse mortgage. Oh, thanks for bringing that up, King of Trivia. <laughs> From the King of New York to the King of Trivia. Jimmy Walker ain't just talking shit. He's being honest. If you want to get your pills at discount prices uh, and Medicare's not covering you, what happens if you fall down, but your homies ain't there to pick you up? <laughs> Life alert, yo. Ugh. Oh, I'm a big man. <laughs> I don't want a Kathy Griffin song about me when I meet God. <laughs> he saw his face. He saw Jesus. Here's, I could tell by his dead face. He was he fucking freaking. <laughs> Frank Gifford's face was like... <laughs> 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 just like, <laughs> he, was, he either saw Jesus or the ring video. <laughs> or Raz al Ghul. <laughs> right before he got, <gasps> he was, I turned the corner. He goes, did you find him peacefully in his sleep? He goes, well, it was, he was dead. Quite it didn't look peaceful. Quite opposite. I found him petrified. It looked like he was lurching away from yeah. something that was coming at him. I think what he was looking at was not human. Maybe like a clover field or something? <laughs> it seems like he was looking at something he's never seen before. I just went with Jesus. I went shock and awe. He goes, Frank, it's me, Jesus. Uh, uh, huh? You're Middle Eastern? <laughs> God, this is her in the store, meeting Lonzo. This is her just out on the floor. The lady who's working there did turn around and be like, bitch. Yeah. Oh, he, she works. She does work there. Yeah, dude, look at him, though. I love him. Just in his chains, just waiting. He's oh, like, yeah. They, you, I love when they put, you could tell they definitely put a wig and like, beard on a guy. 100%. Like, none of that is real on him. He's dressed like undercover boss. <laughs> 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 like, do you own the store? Are no, you... <laughs> I do not. <laughs> My name is Tyrell, and I am a hip-hop producer. I am not Dapper Dan, <laughs> nor do I own the store. I'm not Roscoe's Ribs, <laughs> if that's what you're thinking. I am not. I'm Roscoe. just here to enjoy some of your flavorful <laughs> flavorful meats. Uh, do the other employees like to sing as well <laughs> as you sing? It's a little disturbing for the guests, I think, right? I think if I was buying a suit, I wouldn't like a woman all squawking around. Damn, I would hate that if I was trying to buy a suit. Then I'd shut interrupt up. somebody. I'd interrupt somebody fucking singing uh, religious anthems. And then you get hit with that mouse voice. Hey, I can't help you with... <laughs> oh. Oh, go back to singing. <laughs> She's like... And we're Welcome in. to Man's Warehouse. Wherever you're gonna love it, I guarantee Why does she sing? Oh, because watch when she does it. Go ahead. She goes... We have 
suits, tuxedos. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sing. Formal wear, loungewear. A vest might top this outfit off. Ever thought about cufflinks? <laughs> what about cufflinks? It's the details like that that make you stand out at a black tie fair. <laughs> This is her just singing, and an undercover boss is watching her as he goes through some socks, like, okay. Who's this singing bitch? Who's this fucking nightingale? Uh, excuse me, we're supposed to be selling suits, not fucking squawking your nonsense? <laughs> it's a religious song. Yeah. They didn't show one white person in that store just shaking their head. This is, I'm not going to say anything, but I mean, come on. It's <laughs> in the background. I'm not going to complain, but I mean, like, what the fuck? This is the only place in the Los Angeles area I can get designed suits like this. This guy's in there buying a suit, and he's got it on a jacket and no shirt. Love it. Love that. Love that combo. I would fucking kill to be able to comfort with not sweating through that jacket. I dress like that every week at Skank. <laughs> Just for a jacket. With An no open shirt. jacket. With chains on. Hell yeah. Oh my God, the comfort. That's why those guys are always so sexually aggressive. Because <laughs> they feel so good. Yeah, they're already fucking, yeah. It's, they it's already know people going. there. No one's looking and going like, that's not a good body. Yeah. Everyone's going like, goes, it's a good body either I'll way. more yeah. of it. Yeah. Even if it's not muscular. Yeah. Musculator. Yeah, it's, it can be, it's can be still, thin. Yeah. It can be thin. When you touch my kiss, when, oh, you scared me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> to be with you tonight, so good, so Miss, you have a win. shitter in here? <laughs> I'm looking to poop. Where can I poop? Yeah, you have a shitter for the public? Hi, I'm also in the movie The Eric Dickerson Story, Rushing for Glory. <laughs> yeah, I play Cuba Gooding in Cuba Gooding, This Is Your Life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just walked off the lot. I was playing. Uh, yeah, they figured I already had the wig on. Might as well come over and play another black guy from the 80s. <laughs> honestly, I think they're breaking union codes. <laughs> I can only do a couple scenes because this is also the wig that Easy E guy's going to wear. I also have to go back and be at the set of Primetime, <laughs> the Dion Sanders story. I'm also doing Blue Bloods later. <laughs> so, I'm in a bunch of stuff. I'm in the, the, I'm in the prequel to Boys in the Hood <laughs> called Kid. Babies in the Hood. Yeah, Little Boys in the Hood. <laughs> Master Lonzo. Uh, can I help you with something? <laughs> oh, you sure don't talk like you sing. Uh, yeah, most people don't. Burn. I came in for some socks. Well, By the way, he was being pretty cool. She goes, yeah, most people don't. He goes, yeah, but you know what the fuck I'm saying. You really don't sing like you talk. <laughs> Shut the fuck like up. Like one of them is fake. He goes, ooh, someone's going to punch you for that kind of attitude. She goes, nobody sings like they talk. He goes, don't turn your back. Bitch, you know the fuck I was talking about? I'm, I'm trying to buy a suit, you twat. They really, walk, you turn your back on me? They really should have foreshadowed it, though. Oh, Ooh, yeah. someone's going to punch you you keep talking like that? He goes, girl, you're going to get punched in your face talking to people like that. Not me. I ain't that kind of dude. <laughs> I got a friend, though. I got a friend you might want to meet. I look at me. Bring that shit to him day one. <laughs> My friend Andre. He's going to beat the shit out of you Yo, show, talk like that. Show up with that fucking attitude day one. See what happens. You're going to pop right in the kisser. I'm telling you, this guy does not, he doesn't tell you twice. I'll tell you, my friend Dre is going to have you singing a different song. You bring that <laughs> attitude up here. You fucking, you bring that shit here. He goes, yeah, it's, keep that shit here before you come to the studio. Keep that shit here at JCPenney's. He goes, for I'm, your, I'm still going to bring you to the studio, but like, goes, curb that shit. <laughs> Ooh, bitch. You're going to get your button pushed uh, talking maybe, like that. Yeah, maybe in this tuxedo rental shop, you can talk shit like that. But maybe, I'm telling you. Maybe in Mr. Majestics, you can snap on people <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm bringing you where I'm bringing you. Can you come to Rashid's Soup Suit Emporium. <laughs>
Oh my god! So this is the guy that recruits Michelle A. Yeah, Lonzo. He's in the other movies and stuff too. He's he's the guy that fucks the, over Dre. He's the one because Wrecking Crew. I think he owns the venue they were like playing yeah. at too. So it's like he's the main guy. They were they were about branching off from him and doing NWA. My group, world class Wrecking Crew, about to record in a few hours. Girl singer dropped out. I need somebody fast I can get on the track. It's always in a few hours. It's always right then and there in a biopic. It's never two weeks from now. Let me call you. We'll rearrange some stuff. Now, here's the better thing. Overanalyze this. Is we needed a couple hours. The girl dropped out. Me, I was in here casually hanging out at a suit store. Buying socks. Socks. Not a suit. Was he buying socks? Yeah. He says, I was just here to get socks. Just heard you're a little he goes, chipmunk ass. He goes, yeah, I'm here to get socks. He goes, yeah, I was just buying some socks in between dealing with the problem of we paid for studio time and our girl singer dropped out completely. But uh, I'd probably say guys, this- I'm gonna go pick. I'm just gonna go grab some socks and figure out. <laughs> something. And you know what? Easy and Dre and Ren and Yella, they all knew if I go buy socks, it, these clouds will clear up. Yeah, he goes. You know what, Lonzo? You know we're all getting a little testy guys, here. Guys, guys, calm down. He goes, Lonzo, get your socks. Go buy socks. <laughs> When you come back, I know your brain, you're going to have something. You're going to have the answer. So, guys, we'll just wait for this motherfucker to buy socks. Just, 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 just let him work. Let him buy the socks. It's his process. Watch what he does. Just process. This motherfucker's going to buy socks. He ain't got a shirt on there, his jacket. We need a singer, it, a female singer. Let Lonzo buy socks. You better go buy an undershirt. <laughs> Sweating through that jacket. Want to help me out? record before yeah but you can sing oh really you didn't I, th- I thought you made a ton of yeah. records selling suits here i've never made a record before really you're the one person <laughs> and no one has yeah why wasn't she like that he goes no one has yeah. remember? remember no one sings like they remember when you were shitty to me five yeah. seconds ago i never made a record before he goes and now you're not either for that fucking funky ass <laughs> attitude from before give her a slap <laughs> I'm a different guy. Two that's more different. minutes. Two more minutes with you. I'm telling you, I couldn't what, have held back. What is it about you that's so terrible? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just want to put five right in your face. I don't know what it is. You seem like a lovely person. <laughs> I don't know. You've really helped me with these socks. <laughs> you made the experience pleasant with the singing, but I, I don't I, know what it is. But I just want to turn my hips <laughs> and I want to follow through. He goes, you open your mouth, and I mean, I want to give you not even like a lesson teacher, like a real put you down. Like you're coming for my family. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hit you like it's me or you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm talking about a real phone booth fight. We're in a phone booth and we're battling it out. Um, All right, what time markers do you have? Because then she goes, do you have anything from when she goes and sings for the first time? Dre is just... Kind of shitty to her the whole time. Go a He's little like bit. that voice, but then right she there. sings and everyone's like, she's great. Right away, they, they think she's great. They do the thing though while she's trying to learn. They always they do this in biopics where they're like, you gotta sing. She's like, I don't know how. And they're like, we need it. We need it right now. And she's Whoa. like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and they go, one take. Perfect. Oh my God, you did it. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so nervous. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just a church girl who's never been in the middle of Compton in a studio with a bunch of aggressive oh, men. No. You guys got all this wallpaper. <laughs> so that's what happens. She ends up singing. She sings good. Sings very Before good. Before you turn off the lights. Is she lip syncing the whole movie? Right? Yeah, she's lip-syncing Michelle A, actually. She's doing the actual. 
Cause I'm a hell of a woman. Great lip syncer. You think that was the audition? 100%. Wait, hold on. Seeing Dr. Dre is like, oh man. I could beat the I shit really out of this bitch. <laughs> this bitch. I could really <laughs> fuck this lady's life up. What if he's not even paying attention to music? He goes, you think if I punch her in the face hard enough, the, the headphones will still stay in the air for a second? Do you think I you could think I can punch her right out of the headphones? Bet me I can't, Easy. I bet I could punch her so hard she wraps around my fist. <laughs> Easy goes, I don't know, man. He goes, I tell you, I clock it. Three seconds those headphones are in the air before they drop. That's how fast I'm going to knock quick, her out of them. Quick, let's do a abuse rodeo. <laughs> hey, Ren, you want some of this? Goes, nah, Yell, you want to get a slice? He goes, nah, nah man, man, she already beat up. Nah, man, you already hit it. She, nah, already, she, she already bruised. Nah, she got to let her heal up a little bit. Then I'm going to start practicing low leg kicks on her. Muay Thai. That just came from the Orient. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, Dre, where you been all day? Doing some tracks? He's like, nah, I've been Muay Thai, callousing up my shins. I've been rolling out my nerves with a, <laughs> with a cookie dough roller, making sure all my nerves are gone on my shins so I can really snap this thing in the really, I'm trying to really see if I can crack a rib or something with my legs. Do you remember Do you remember a kickboxer when Tom Poe was kicking the wall? That's basically what I was doing. That's basically what I'm doing. But, I'm, <laughs> but Michelle A is my, my Tom Poe wall. So instead of a wall, it's Michelle A. Yeah. Um, oh, my minute markers. Cause I, I don't know if these are jumping around too much. I hope not. Let's go by times. Oh, can... no, no. I have them in order, but I've got a... Uh... Whatever you get... Here's the great thing about the show. Wherever you land, we'll just go from there. I got five stamps. Okay. That'll probably take us through the whole show. Probably. Christine, if you go I put this in minutes, because I wrote... This is what I wrote. 31 minutes into surviving Compton, Dr. Dre's <sighs> violent. Okay, hold I on. Now, this... that's the scene. Wait, hold on. 27 minutes was the first scene. I've always had a passing interest in numerology. No, no, it wasn't. Wait. That's him getting shitty. He doesn't. He's not liking her shining. Got it. Uh, go to go earlier a little, Christine. If you could go to where they meet uh, the the guy that the movie is dedicated to, Jerry, Jerry Heller. Heller, played by Jamie Kennedy, which I did not notice. A Jamie Kennedy turn. Can so you believe the, this movie wasn't more? That was my first thing. I was like, how is this movie not like a bigger story? So, like, so oh, this one starring he, Jamie Kennedy? Yeah, show the scene where Jamie Kennedy's right here on the bus. This is it. Because th this is how it jumps around where they're like, this is it, guys. Now you're on tour. Now you're rich. <laughs> now there's going to be a bunch of naked white women around for some reason. We got five cities in five days. Okay? You're going to be tired, hungry, grumpy, and smelly. Guess what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, man. Jerry, you As long crazy. as you deliver on that stage, I'll get you all the booze, sleep, and showers that you need. Man, what about bitches? <laughs> that you're going to have to do on your own. Bitches ain't my job. Let's roll. Is, that a Is he doing a Chicago accent? I don't know. You guys, I'm going to have you naked on this bus like it's the Amistad. I'm going to have you on top of each other sweating. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a problem. Well, he thought he... He probably was hoping when he got a role in this movie, he was going to be one of the NWA guys. <laughs> yeah, he goes, uh, am I going to be like uh, Yella? And like, no. Jamie. You're going to have to play a white guy who knows he's white in this one. He goes, man, from <laughs> from Malibu's Most Wanted, uh, Jerry Heller. Oh, man, that's whack. I'm playing Jerry Heller. Damn. I still remember his- I'm going to write a slam poem. His opening joke for a premium blend was like, I was eating a pizza slice, and it was like- It was my premium blend. That was your premium blend? <laughs> he hosted my premium blend, yeah. But did he do that bit? He only hosted one premium blend. He only hosted one episode. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was your premium blend? Dude, I remember that joke. Oh, maybe he hosted the whole season. I think he did the whole season. Ugh. 
It was so bad. I was in college watching that, being like, "This is very bad." That's I don't season know. I, that's the season I did, though. I sure. don't know anything about stand up, and I was We're like, on. "By the way, Paramount Plus, everybody, if you have Paramount Plus, do you know both of our specials are on there?" Yeah, I knew that. Is Premium Blend on there? Yeah, all of oh, Premium no, Blend. No, 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 not Premium. The half hour, the my half hour. hour. Oh man, they got to put Premium Blend up there. Premium Blend's great. Premium Blend was so great. It like who's on your Premium Blend? <laughs> Shit, I don't remember. You don't remember? Uh, Lisa Landry. Okay. I don't remember who the other person I remember was. Patrice's was Patrice, Goldman, and someone. Right. I think like Lori Kilmartin. It might have been. I don't know. But it was, it's like. Yeah, Premium Blend was pretty cool. Premium Blend fucking rule. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is... Nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. It is self-explanatory. With, with sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now, America's number one fantasy <laughs> sports app. Gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. A more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that. More, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love with the NBA, NHL, college basketball, Entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketballs are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. 
I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, yeah so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. Really quick, I got it. It was Lowell Sanders, Nathan Trayholm. Lisa Landry, Jay Okerson, 2005. Yeah. Season eight. Six years in the comedy. I was in Tucson. I was a year in the comedy. I was six years in. Yeah. So weird. That's crazy. The whole season. I would binge fucking premium blends. Yeah. Go watch all of them because of that nostalgia. I loved Comedy Central Presents too. I was so mad when they switched it to half hour. I got it the second year. The half hour. It was called the half hour. I wanted a Comedy Central Presents. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Jay, you were the last year where you could pick your set design. Yeah, because after him, they went to the uh, just regular designs. Yeah. That they like did it with the lights. for everybody. Yeah. Because I remember- Vecchione, I think. Vecchione and Nate. Yeah. And they were both like, I remember the year they didn't get it. The year after you was Kurt. Kurt did his after you, right? Mm -hmm. Because I went to Kurt's taping with Tom Rhodes. Me and Joe List sat up in the fucking roof and like in the ceiling and watched Mm because it was like all the way at the top. But then Vecchione and Nate the next year, that was when I started living with Vecchione and he got mad he didn't get it. Him and Nate didn't get half hours. Both of them didn't get it. And they went to Nate's and got fucking hammered (laughs) in Queens on that back patio. Like, I, like I, Nate was like, I think we drank an 18-pack of Heineken that night. <laughs> and then the next year they got it, it was, you were the last year. Cause then, or no, Kurtz was the last year. After of, Kurt. Of, of, of designing your own sets. Of, of designing your own sets. Did was, Kurt have his own set? Yeah, he had nothing, because it's Kurt. Yeah. But Tom Rhodes had like a, a, a thing. thing okay. And then after that, it switched to uh, the half hour. And they didn't let anybody... But I wanted to present so bad. The way the Comedy Central, like the wording was, because I watched Tell, DePaulo, yeah. Patrice, Burr. There's so many people. Yeah. Yours was, I remember going to your, I've talked about this all the time. Patel's like the bombing behind him. Yeah, it's got, the, it's got the planes bombing and he does the, uh, if I want advice, I'm not asking a guy with one tooth, I'm asking a guy with one leg. <laughs> Is it slippery? <laughs> you know that joke? But uh, He's got information. Yeah, he's now he's got information I can use. <laughs> but going to your premiere at Stand Up New York, I've told this story so many times, but it was the most 
scared I've ever been. It felt like I was at the big boy party in high school. It felt like I went to a high school party when I was in middle school. That was check spot, Dan? Yeah. And I bombed so fucking hard when on the second show. Oh nine, it came out? Oh eight. Oh eight. No, eight. Yeah, it was 08. So I was I was in the city for like a uh, maybe a year and a half at that point. You were working for Danielle You're Walls? Out. Not at that point. That was only the first six months in 07. And then I realized what she was doing was a bringer. And I was like, this is gross. And then they were like, you can bark. And I was like, I'd rather bark. And I just went and barked for three months and then yeah. quit because it sucked. Yeah, dude, just standing outside on the live village. Live comedy. Going, live comedy. Do you guys want to see live comedy? We got comics from HBO, Showtime, Comedy Central. Live Joe, comedy. Joe List would host the whole night. He would start at 7, and the sh- Daniela's show would go to like 2 in the morning. <laughs> and Joe would just host. And I would just sit. I found out if I sat on that stool in the front, I could hang with like you mm-hmm. and whoever came around, but I could technically I was barking. So like they, if if like PJ or someone came out, I could just be like comedy show, comedy show, and then people would walk by and I'd be like, I'd try to get in the conversation <laughs> with Jay and Nate. I'd be like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> What's that? But then uh, Chris, Christy, uh, Christy, the the red haired waitress that worked uh, there at that time would give Joe and I massive shots of Jameson. <laughs> like if we Boston. ran to the back bar, she's like. You guys want some Jameson? And she'd pour like fucking doubles. At the Boston Comedy Club. Yeah, when it was Village Underground. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Comedy Park. Village. Damn. And and I'd go all the way to the back and she would pour like fucking thick shots and that made barking so much easier. Because then I'm yeah. just getting so, more so you're just out in the street, you're like, comedy. I'm like lippy. I'm like, that's a nice jacket, miss. You should come watch some comedy. So, we're so on a tangent, but it's so funny to even think like those clubs when you walked in, it was so like, this is my club. I work this club all the time, and this doesn't even exist anymore. And now it's a restaurant. Yeah. Um, I did a show below it at what was the Baggot. Baggot Inn. And it was like, man, I remember. But I remember going to your Comedy Central Presents, because Wayne would give me check spots. Mm-hmm. And that was up at Stand-Up. Stand-Up New York. Yeah. And they're like, it's a big night. It was a Friday. It was like a fucking big deal. Patrice was there. Kurt. Nate. Everybody was there for, and it was like you know for your half hour. Yeah. And Wayne was like you know running around like a mother, like he was like the sandwiches are here. We've got Jay's <laughs> sandwiches. We've got the sodas. Classic Wayne, and he did. Uh, yeah, Jay was, did. There's a lot of reasons why Jay did love Wayne. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, yeah. he rolled out Wayne the red carpet. Care, yeah, yeah, Wayne took care of Jay like a like a doting like a doting Jewish mother. That's exactly <laughs> the energy that Wayne had when you went. He's like everything's got to be perfect. The problem Jay's was gonna he's going to smoke also... a joint, then he's going to go on stage. Yeah. Then we're going to pull it down, and then everyone's going to watch the same. Same problem though, I like when I would, he would go. And I was like, go. <laughs> <laughs> the same problem though, was like when he would go. Then he would go to like the like Z like the Z Rock premiere party. The one mm-hmm. time I couldn't be there, and the whole time he's on goes, goes. Ah, uh, I'm here with. Uh, we're here for Jay, with Jay Okerson and his uh, Mrs. Jay Okerson like, uh, with Carla. With yeah. Because Carla would tell me she was like, oh god. And he was like, so uh, maybe there is some more sangria back there you can find. And you're like, please don't do this. But it was. But that night he nailed it, and it was so fucking fun. And um, I remember I did the first check spot, and I was I thought I was done. I was like excited because I mean it still is this. You are one of the most fun people to hang around. That's why like when you go on the road, it's. I still feel this way, and I, we've been close friends for 15 years. But I'm telling you, like you still have that. You still have that ability of like I still feel that of like being around Jay and you're like this is fun. Jay's just like <laughs> Jay's just like super fun and he's funny and it's always like so when you're a young comic, Jay's very nice. He's a nice guy. No one's like that. <laughs> like in New York City, everyone's a dick when you're fucking barking and because it's I understand it now because Todd Lynn, <laughs> Todd Lynn hate a lot of people hated Todd Lynn. I loved Todd Lynn because Todd Lynn 
kind of understood what I was trying to do before anybody, where he's like, Soder, walk with me. Shut the fuck up. Like, you know what I mean? When he'd be like, when you're around other comics, shut the fuck up. Just listen. No one wants to hear an open micer's take on a new special. He would always like say that shit when we go down to like the bodega by the mm-hmm. village under, uh, by the comedy village, get like, he'd get a coffee and shit. And he'd be like, people hate me. Cause I said, you know, I knew he was a dick. He was a dick, but right. I liked him. Sure. But, Everyone else would be like, shut up, open micer. DeRosa was one of them, but DeRosa yeah. liked me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've never been that thick, but you know what? It's funny. We did the, uh, in the intern, the Woke Turn Olympics for Legion of Skanks, one of the questions on the lie detector yesterday. We asked everybody if they like me more than Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> and these are people that are like, they're Lewis disciples, essentially, and sure. they're all like, Yes, but what's, <laughs> and the ones that said no found that we were lying. Yeah, <laughs> everyone just liked me more. But what's crazy is because of you, I met Lewis and sure. Nate in like DeRose. DeRosa I met because he was just doing stand up, and I was DeRose is super funny. So I was just like, oh fuck! And it was fun coming from Tucson because I was seeing comics that it wasn't just like one or two headliners that were funny. Everyone was funny. Right, right. You saw, I'd watch DeRosa, I'd watch you, I'd watch Kurt, and I'd be like, these guys are fucking unbelievable. This is crazy. And then your special night was like kind of, I would say the peak of stand-up New York. That was, oh, was fun times. Dude. After, yeah. your, after your special, Wayne got fired after Montreal. Uh, R.I.P. Crackhead Scott Nor- uh, Scott who uh, looked like Chuck Norris on he drugs. Was he was a mess. I think a me- I came in right after Crackhead Scott. Yeah, you did. Because it was you, Benji, mm-hmm. and uh, Becky. You guys me had and Benji, back- I brought in Becky and Mitch, and then when I left, Becky started managing, yeah. and you guys, they you started stand-up But you guys got it back up to, like, the weekends were packed. I thought we had, we really, like, had you, a good team going there yeah, for a little bit. They were the best to me. You guys were the ones where I started doing spots there. Yeah. Where they were like, oh, Soda's around. Like, like I would fill in. Yeah, yeah, but we yeah, really became like a working comic. Yeah, it was was stand up New York. I mean, stand up New York is where I started because I would go there because Mike Britt early on in my career told Wayne he's like I like this kid Dan Soder. I have him do the checks whenever I'm hosting mm-hmm. on the weekends, and I got that call and I was like, <gasps> I was in that same apartment in Story, and he's like Wayne's like, hey pal, so here's the deal. Mike Britt wants you to do check spots, and I was uh, like, pal. And he called me, he's like, Jay's big premiere thing. It really was. Now that I'm saying it out loud, your Comedy Central Presents was the peak of stand-up New York. Because it had, I mean, dude, Nate was got his first weekend spot that night. I don't know if you remember that. No, that sounds like Wayne. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne, like, Nate got, like, Nate was nervous. I remember okay. that. Nate, and I wasn't that close with Nate yet. And Nate's like, I mean, I'm doing, like, he was talking to Justin. Justin was hosting. <laughs> Haley Boyle was on it. Boyle. It was like. Uh, I missed Haley Boyle. Like, yeah. <laughs> Patrice was closing it. You, It was you, Check Spots, Patrice. And then I did the first show, and I was like, this is awesome. Did you see, this is too much of a tangent. You see Haley said, did the TikTok that says uh, Schumer stole all of her jokes? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched. I haven't watched the full thing, but I saw it. It's um, pretty, it's, I mean, what jo- like from when? I don't know, just like the act. I think from like yeah, like the, her yeah. last special. No, I no, no. Just I the whole she's going back to like two thousand four or something. Yeah, but um, but Jay Jay's special thing was like, I remember being like, this is I'm I'm I felt like I was at the party and then I would finished the check spot, so they're like, yeah, hang out. So I smoked weed with them outside. I was the smoking weed. Cheese steaks from. Uh, 99 miles to Philly. Yeah, 
We was eating cheesesteaks. I got. I was starting to get drunk. Rick was bartending, so he was just hooking me up with free oh, drinks. Rest in peace, Rick. One of the best, one of my favorite people in comedy of all time. And I'm getting hammered. And then Justin was like, I didn't know Justin. And Justin's got that aggressive attitude. And I'm <laughs> hey, outside. Kid. Yeah. And I'm what coming. Do you need? I'm coming outside, and he goes, Hey, I need a check spot. And I knew I was fucked up. I was like, Uh, yeah. I thought I was just doing the eight o'clock. And he's like, Hey, do you want a spot or not? And that was the sentence where I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I fucking bombed in front of Patrice. It was one of the hardest bombs I've ever had in my life. I bombed so fucking hard. I was so ashamed that I got off stage. I've told you this. I've got off stage, called my girlfriend, Annie, at the time. I was smoking a cigarette, and I was like, I want to quit comedy. I just bombed in front of everyone in New York that I like. And she was like, ah, it's all right. And then I was like, all right, fine, fuck it, I'll go back in. She's like, go back in and try yeah, to have everybody fun. Everybody knew, though, that it was a check spot. But, but I, you, don't, you don't head. know. Yeah, you don't in know. In my head, I was like, like these guys everyone was, everyone was expecting something here, and I let them down. Yeah. And, and then. Like, no one cared. Show comes to an end. Wayne gets all the comics and everybody inside. They roll down the screen. Kurt was dating Karen Margolis. I know that for a fact because I was sitting across the table from him, and I got drunk after I bombed, and then I had a full Budweiser, and I bumped my Budweiser, and it went over the table and spilled into Karen in Kurt's lap. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, 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 and I picked it up. I was like, I'm so sorry, and Kurt's like, you know, when Kurt gets into a situation, he's like, what the fuck, what the fuck, and I was like, oh my God, dude, it was- Thank you. You Now now I got this guy, I had pissy pants. Yeah, I had to go, I just sat, you remember where the curtain was in the corner? Like when you walked through mm-hmm. the curtain in the room, I just sat in that corner and watched and was like, okay, I, I, I was really, a bad boy. I really fucked this up. It's just crazy. It's crazy. It just, yeah, I, the, like those are the memories that I'm used like, to know how to throw a party for sure. That was so fun and that special was so fucking. Fu- it was like you had the you had the uh, different color, like almost like a uh, rock posters yeah, yeah, yeah. in the back. Yeah, yeah we, dude, yeah, you did the fucking the hand job from a lesbian in Alaska. Good times. Yeah, dude. I, These were good times. Puerto Rican guy banging on the thing. You're like, I don't know how he got there. Maybe. So, <laughs> I was just so funny. 2008 was like the economy fallout. Yeah. And it was one of my pinnacle moments. It was like the pinnacle before it went into the dry spell for like another decade or so. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like five years. It was like, but it was like, it, Skanks, it, I said this. premium blend, yeah. young. Young in comedy, too. I guess I was 24. Well, you did Premium premium Blend, Comedy Central Presents, and then you had Z-Rock. And then I did Z-Rock. Yeah, right, exactly. And I had all this, and then just like, but no, but in 2008, particularly, I got, uh, it was when I did the Nasty Show, which did yeah. get me in with like- That was huge. Like, yeah, because I, when I did New Faces, nothing. But uh, when I did the Nasty Show at Patrice, that was that year also. I think I was got asked to do a gala, like they were do a gala also. And then like Z Rock, and then the thing you're going on tour with Corn, like those. Things I didn't know that happening. was that year too. No, it was like 2008 to 2010 is when all that happened. Then 2010, Z Rock didn't get renewed. Yeah, and then it was just like whatever. I'll just I'm still doing comedy the whole time, and it was just like, oh, dude, you were kind of like you really didn't follow up enough on your premium blend and half hour and shit. So like we're kind of done with you. Uh, but then you know, five years later, David Tell kept me alive. Yeah, Comedy Underground. Hell yeah. That's where this show was born. Yeah. It was at the taping of Comedy Underground with David Tell. I was talking to Cool Dad. Really? And I was like, that's the exact place at the Village Underground where he was like, I was like, who are the, who's your favorite episodes? Because I was there to see Vecchione tape. And he's like, oh, Big J's set last night. I was like, I was here for Big J's set. I was like, Big J and I just started a podcast. <laughs> and he's like, what? 
He's like, you haven't released it yet, right? I was like, no. He's like, don't release it. Yeah. I'll reach out to you guys. And that's when Kemowitz put together. That's crazy. Memories, dude. Sweet memories. Like and that's when I realized that I could sing. Ever release those original no. tapes? No. No. No, we never released that. That might be fun. Those under the train tapes. Yeah, I think you can find. I like you can find the ten minutes of uh of what they gave Kim. What what they gave Comedy Central to get us the show. Yeah, we could get that for sure. Goddamn email problem. That fucking pitch that Comedy Central had when I first walked in because they brought me in. And they were like, we want you to host comedy clips, mm-hmm. and then you can toss it to Jay, and he'll host comedy clips. And then if we're lucky- Oh, a was couple it back-to-back mo- shows? I don't know. Yeah. It was back, I know the thing I got was like, you met with them first, but they had told my agent, they were like, yeah, we want them each to do like a clip hosting show, and then they can- Guest star on yeah. each other's clip, but they thought they thought it was a great idea. They were so fucking proud of themselves in the pitch room when they were like, "So they said like after a year, or six something, months, they go after six months, maybe one of you guys can go on each other's show." No, guess, but then it was like, and then like a year, or so we can see what your guys' chemistry. And we're like, "This is insane!" Like, yeah. didn't you? Isn't this idea based on the idea of me and Dan talking on the, the on the, the video or the uh, audio you were given? Only time I've ever stood up for myself, probably in my <laughs> life, and I went. Will you guys just get out of the way? And they went, "What?" And I was like, "Just get out of the way. Just let Jay and I do an hour together." That was wacky. And it was Witzky when we left. He was like, "That is one of the funniest shows I've ever done." Yeah, we were on. You guys were undeniable after we did our uh, our test shows, like the four six in a row. shows. We're like, yeah, fucking tell us something's wrong with that, dickhead. Well, yeah, the thing but Witzky people look like cake. Yeah, yeah. but w- yeah, and we just talked about like tasting dead people and shit. I was also, if you recall, sometimes I was running in here. Uh, in between rehearsals for Ha the Musical. Dude, I yeah. forgot. That's when we went to Ha yeah. the Musical. That's when I heard uh, David Spade to this day still made me laugh when Bill Dawes does that. He was like the sexually creepy comic in the musical. And then he's like hitting on a girl. And this is David Spade behind me. We're watching the matinee. He goes, okay. And that was Casey Balsham walked out. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, like, yeah. all right. All right. Oh, I remember that was, that was the, the best show. We broke the news that Robin Williams had passed on, that, on one of those... Pre, uh, Really? Choke jerk. Choke that was we didn't start choke jerk then though. No, we went back though. It was. It was. <laughs> Anyways, that's our surviving Compton. But don't that's worry. our surviving for sure. That's our surviving serious. A lot surviving. of big names have been here. Well, Howard we Stern that story. Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony. We're talking about people that could really do it. But that's not why we're here. It's the bonfire. You know that though. You've been listening to SiriusXM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on SiriusXM. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person.